0: Welcome to the Lutheran Witness podcast. Here on the Lutheran Witness podcast, we record the articles posted at witness.lcms.org, the Lutheran Witness website, so that you can listen to these in your car or wherever you happen to be. We especially want to thank our podcast partners, kfuo.org. Please visit them, KFUO Radio, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Our article today is by the Reverend William Whedon, Treasury of Daily Prayer, A COVID lifeline. My wife and I, many years ago now, began using the treasury of daily prayer at the start of each day. Well, almost. I mean, there is coffee first. After a jolt of java, we then open the treasury. And what an apt name. The thing is a veritable treasure chest of God's word. All the readings according to the Lutheran Service Book's daily lectionary printed out in full, and thus the word of God fills the bulk of the book but with the addition of hymns, writings, and prayers from every period of the church's history. How amazing it is to use. We simply turn to the correct day. The treasury does have the quirk of following the church year from Ash Wednesday through Trinity Sunday, and the calendar year as in, for example, July 15th for the remainder. How do we use it? Like this. And I'll show you July 15th as the example. We begin with invocation, in the name of the Father and of the Son. Psalm verses, today is 33, verses 13 to 22. My wife and I sing back and forth every other verse and then join in the Gloria Patri. Today's Old Testament reading, Judges 15 through 16. Uh Uh-oh, Samson hooks up with his downfall, Delilah. Today's New Testament reading, Galatians chapter three and four. Joys abounding, baptized into Christ, heirs, spirit crying, Abba, Father. We read these passages alternating by paragraphs. And after each I say, O Lord, have mercy upon us, to which she responds, Thanks be to God. Then on to the writing from the church's history. Today we have an interesting little bit from Martin Luther from his great Galatians commentary, tracking a bit with a second reading. Most days the writing ends up being connected in some way to the readings and thus offers some of the church's 2,000 years of reflected wisdom on the word of God. Next up is a hymn verse, or occasionally two. We always sing these. Sometimes we have to run to our hymnal to find out a tune if it's not familiar, but that's rare. Then a prayer of the day, which is often related to the reading. Then we recite the Apostles' Creed and the Our Father. We join in the prayer for whatever day of the week we're on, pages 1310 to 1313. We also add some prayers of our own. We close with morning prayer from the Catechism and the Benedicamus. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. All of this, from start to finish, takes about 15 minutes. We add more features during Lent, a walk through the Catechism, and on festivals of the saints and such, but what I've listed out is the way it works the bulk of the time. After years of trying, and failing, to establish a daily devotional time, this has been a game changer. I think it's a combination of its ease of use and its depth of approach that makes it so simple and compelling. Enter the Great Exile. And then came COVID-19. Ugh, who could have imagined the horror of it? I'm not referring so much to the terrible disease, but to the shuttering of churches and the isolation of the stay-at-home orders. I live in Illinois. Thanks be to God for things like Facebook and live streaming. Through them, the word continued to go out, and we had some kind of connection to our pastors and churches. But who did not have the feeling of being cut off and adrift as the days mounted? The people of God literally received God's life from our coming together around the gifts of Christ, and the horror grew as we entered our most holy days, and we were still not able to come together. May we never have another Easter like that again. But through the turmoil of that time, something came alive in me that I'd known in theory for a long time. You never pray alone. What had Luther told Peter the Barber? Quote, never think that you are kneeling or standing alone. Rather, think that the whole of Christendom, all devout Christians, are standing there beside you, and you are standing among them in a common, united petition which God cannot disdain. The Treasury writing for January 4th. Yes, it hit me, yes, exactly what Luther observed there. It's true. I may be physically distant from my church family, but when Cindy and I sit at the table and open the treasury and read and pray the word and sing, well, suddenly we are not alone. Distances dissolve. The same words that nourish us are nourishing many of our sisters and brothers who faithfully pray the daily lectionary or use the treasury or its app version, pray now. And whenever we gather in prayer before the throne of the Lamb, that sense of not being alone grows. We stand with Jesus, our liturgist, who presents our prayers. Inside us, his spirit interceding with groans too deep for words, as he does in all believers. Romans chapter 8. And wherever Jesus is, where his spirit is, there is his church, his saints, not just some of us, but the whole family of the redeemed, unseen but not imagined, truly together. And in the words of the church's writings and hymns and prayers, one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Yes, it is just like Psalm 145 depicts it. Our treasury of daily prayer was like a COVID-19 lifeline to the word of God. But not only to the scripture, it was also a lifeline to the assembly of those who have believed, prayed, and meditated upon, and sung that word. It was a lifeline to the church. What joy to read St. John Chrysostom's Easter homily. Let no one weep for his iniquities, for pardon has shone forth from the grave. From the treasury, page 185. What delight to mark ascension Tide with a formula of Concord's sturdy words about Christ at the right hand of the Father and what that means for us. Quote, God's right hand is no set place in heaven. It is nothing other than God's almighty power which fills heaven and earth. Treasury, page 304. What comfort to sing on Pentecost together Luther's sturdy hymn, Come, Holy Fire, Comfort True. Treasury, page 330. The more we have used our treasury in these days, the deeper has grown our sense of connection with one another in the body of Christ. I doubt we'll be using anything else for our daily devotions for the rest of our lives. It really is that rich and inexhaustible. If you've not given it a whirl, by all means, I encourage you to check it out. The app is particularly well done and inexpensive. Let me know if you have found it of help in your life of prayer and daily Bible reading. Thank you for listening to this article by the Reverend William Whedon. If you're looking for the Treasury of Daily Prayer, you can find that over at CPH.org. If you look at the article or the the notes on this, uh, the podcast notes on this podcast, we have a link there for you as well. Thank you for listening.